We uh, we've been we started fasting and prayer last Sunday. This past Wednesday night, we spent an hour together praying. And let me just say that I invite you all to join us on Wednesday nights, uh, especially in January, as we will be praying. I have a I have a dream. I have a dream that by the last prayer meeting on, on in January, at our time of prayer, that the there will not be an empty seat in the sanctuary. And uh, so I'm asking you, it's, it's not about performance, it's not about who sang well, who preached well, who taught well, who did this well. It's about the success or failure is, did you pray? And so we came together this past Wednesday night, it was a wonderful, sweet time with God's people. Uh, but we, my, my dream is that by the end of this month, that this place will be without an empty seat as we come together to do nothing but simply worship the Lord in a time of prayer. And so I hope you'll join us this Wednesday night at 6.30. There are kids programs and youth programs as well. Um, but I, I, uh, I, want, I want to just take a, a look at a passage of Scripture for a few minutes this morning found in a very familiar place, Matthew chapter 6. It's Jesus' teaching, familiar teaching on, on this matter of prayer. And I want to encourage us this morning. The Lord, I had another sermon prepared for today, and I got up this morning and was praying and thinking, and the Lord just sort of gave me this word this morning, and I put these thoughts together. I want to read these verses in Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. It says, And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they might be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray... Go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And the Father who sees in secret will reward you. Some translations add the word openly, and it's sort of a con- contrasting phrase to the secret, and so it's, uh, it's added there. Verse 7, And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you have need before you ask Him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. There's a little phrase in that passage of scripture that struck me this morning and I want to just share it with you and, and, and make a couple thoughts of uh, point out a couple thoughts from it this morning. And that is this phrase, He will reward you. I want you to ponder that this morning. That the Word of God says that when we pray, the Lord Himself will reward us. And as I said, some translations add that word openly because the blessings of God are visible. And so here, here, as we think about that this morning, I want, I want to just say three things to you very simply, and that is this. Number one, we're seven days into this prayer and fast, and I don't know what you're doing, and I don't know how it's going, I don't know what you've, what you've been uh, self-denying yourself of, and I don't know what you're, you're praying about, but I want to say these three things. Number one, don't stop praying and fasting. <clears throat> Somebody wrote a song, I used to hear it a lot uh, back in the day, and it said, don't give up on the brink of a miracle. Jesus said in these verses, when you pray, when you fast, when you give. He did not say if you pray, if you fast, or if you give. 
The little phrase, he will reward you, is a great motivation this morning to not stop praying. Isn't that the prayer of every one of us? Lord, would you reward me? And I'm not talking about some selfish indulgence. We're going to talk about what that reward is in just a moment. But we're one week into this time of prayer and fasting. And I've, had, I've talked to people even this morning who are saying, pray with us, pray with us. Right now, there are families who are seeking the Lord and pursuing deliverance and s- pursuing a miracle in their family, in their relationship with one another, in their relationship with the Lord, and in issues of addictions and habits. There, there are families that are wrestling right now. We are, we are 33% into this three weeks of prayer and fasting. And I have a word for you this morning. Don't stop praying. Don't stop fasting. Don't stop believing. He will reward you. He, the God who has all power and is able to provide everything you need, He will reward you. He will. It is certain. It is not a question. He will bring to your, to your, to your life His will if we will seek Him. It will be evident in our life. To do these things, God says He will reward us openly. You know, we think about awful sins, don't we? We think about all the awful sins that are in this world. And, and I saw a news story last night about a man, a 21-year-old guy. Maybe you saw that story where he kidnapped that girl and killed her parents, and then she escaped just this week. And what a, what a horrific, terrible sin. But I was, uh, uh, I was reading in the book of Ezekiel, and, and, and Sodom and Gomorrah, when you think of Sodom and Gomorrah, you think of, we, we all think about what their sin is. We think about their obvious sin. And I want you to listen to something that Ezekiel said in in chapter 16 about this sin. And we're talking about why we should continue to fast and pray. Ezekiel 16, 49 says, Look, this was the iniquity of your sister Sodom. This was the iniquity of Sodom. And everybody automatically thinks we know what that iniquity is. Listen to what he said. She and her daughter had pride and fullness of food and abundance of idleness Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. Now that's, that's not the first sin you think about when you think about Sodom and Gomorrah. But here's what, here's what I see in that. And verse 50 goes on to say, They were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw fit. And here's what I see. They had, they had no giving. They did not help the poor. They had no praying. They were full of the abundance of idleness and pride. And they had no fasting. They, were, they had fullness of food, which insinuates gluttony. So maybe the biggest sin in all of Sodom and Gomorrah wasn't that thing that we normally think about. Maybe it was that they, no giving, no praying, no fasting. Jesus said in these verses, when you give, when you pray, when you fast. Listen, church. Listen, friends. Listen, fellow believers. Listen to me. I don't know what your reward, I don't know what you're praying for. I don't know what the reward is that you need God to intervene for. I don't know what it is that you're saying, oh God, I need you to come through. Listen to me. Don't stop praying. The scripture says, if we pray, he will reward us. The second thing I want to say is don't stop praying. But secondly, I want to say pray and fast in the right spirit. One of the parallels that Jesus gives in these verses is a person who prays to be seen of men who prays for the glory of others, who prays for earthly uh, uh, platitudes and accolades. 
and the person, the individual who decides that when they pray, their praying is not about someone else knowing it or someone else thinking they're spiritual, but they are praying to be seen of God. Listen to me. The power of prayer and fasting, I want you to hear this. The power of prayer and fasting is not in the discipline alone. It is in the direction of our praying. Jesus said, there are hypocrites pray and fast, but they pray with discipline and have all this order in their life and they, and, they, and they force themselves to do it at certain times of the day and they do it in a certain kind of form and fashion, but they do it to be seen of others. And he said, there is no power in that. The power of prayer is not in the discipline. The power of prayer and fasting is not in the discipline alone. And there is discipline to it, but the power of prayer and fasting is in the direction. We are praying to our Heavenly Father, and He will reward us openly. The ultimate goal of prayer and fasting is not to be seen by men. The ultimate goal of prayer and fasting is to be seen by God. Listen, church, listen, listen. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying and fasting. The Scripture says He will reward you. What is it? What is it this morning? What is it this morning that you are praying? Oh God, I need you to intervene. Don't stop praying and fasting. He will and pray and fast to the Lord because he will reward us. Someone says, "Well, we're talking about prayer and fasting, Pastor Troy, and you're you're saying you're fasting and other people are fasting and we're praying. Well, the Bible says you're supposed to do it in secret." Well, being seen fasting is not a sin, but being fast but fasting to be seen is. You see the difference? So there's no, no problem in the fact that people know we're fasting and praying because we ought to call, many times the Bible calls to a corporate prayer and fast. Being seen fasting is not a sin, but fasting to be seen is. And so pray and fast with the right spirit. But let me say this this morning in, 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 in sort of my closing, and it's a kind of a false statement because this is kind of where I wanted to go all the way. But anyways, the third thing I want to say is pray and fast with great confidence and expectation. The scripture says he will. He will. There are amazing promises that accompany these spiritual disciplines. He will reward you. I want to ask you a question this morning. I want you to think about this. And I, be, I was pondering this earlier as well. What is the guaranteed reward from God? What is the guaranteed reward? This is a guarantee. He will reward you. And then I believe that Jesus goes on to give it to us. He prays in that wonderful prayer we know as the Lord's Prayer. And I believe there are four rewards if we will stay, if we will stay on our face before the Lord and we will stay directed towards Him, seeking and, and, and pouring ourselves by, before Him. I believe there are four rewards that are guaranteed uh, from the Scripture. And, and here they are. Number one, God's name will be glorified in our life and in our circumstances. He said, when you pray, pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The ultimate reward of my life is that somehow through my life, the name of God Almighty receives glory. And that is a guaranteed reward. Listen, when I'm just praying for personal gain or praying for some personal ambition or praying for some horizontal experience or some horizontal purpose, when I'm praying that direction... God doesn't get the glory. But when I'm praying this direction, the ultimate aim of whatever happens in my life, whatever goes on, is that God's name will be glorified. His name will be hallowed 
in my life and circumstances. The second reward that is guaranteed is that God's will will be done. He goes on to say, when you pray, pray for these rewards. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody listening. I don't know anybody in this group, small group that we have here today. I don't know anybody that has any, any sense at all that does, wouldn't say, I want the will of God to be done in my life. Listen, when we pray and fast, and with, this is what we're doing here in January, when we pray and fast and we stay on our face before the Lord, here's what we're doing. We are not aligning the will of God to our will. We are, we are realigning our will to the will of God. And, and what will ultimately happen this year is that in 2019, the will of God will be accomplished in our family and in our lives. This is what I want. This is what you want. Somebody say amen. amen. And in your homes, I hear you too. Amen. The name of God will be glorified. The will of God will be accomplished. Thirdly, this is the reward. This is the reward. Our needs will be met. He said, when you pray, pray our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. You know what our needs ultimately are rooted in? Our needs are all ultimately rooted in three things. Provision, give us this day our daily bread. We need health, we need finances, we need, we need resources, we need all of these things. And, and all of our needs are centered in one of these three areas. All of us have a provision need of some sort. Lord, I need your provision. And this is the reward that the Bible tells us will come if we will seek and pray. Did you know that Jesus wants us According to this prayer, he wants us to put our needs on the prayer list. Give us this day. What is your need this morning? This is the promise of the Lord. Our needs are provision. Our needs are peace. Let me back up. Our needs are purity and our needs are peace. Give us this day our daily breads and forgive us our trespasses. We need purity. We need cleansing. This is our need. We need, the, we need the grace and the power of God to provide in our life cleansing and, and, and sanctifying work, the sanctifying work of God every single day of our lives. And so he promises you're going to get provision, you're going to get purity, and you're going to get peace. This is the answer to the prayer. And all of our needs are rooted in this. It's in the things that I need in this life, my daily provision, my relationship with the Lord, my, the purity and forgiveness and cleansing that I need. And thirdly, the peace, and that is forgive others as the Lord has forgiven me. And that's relationship. I think Daniel Henderson is the one who said all of our needs could be summed up in two areas, and that's resources and relationships. Everything that we need from the Lord is either a resource or it's a relationship. And, and the relationship is either between God, forgive us this day, or the relationship with other people. How many of you this morning are praying in 2019 that God will reward you by solving a relationship issue in your family or your life? Did you know the Bible says He will reward you and your relationships, your broken relationships, are on that list? It is that the name of God will be glorified, that the will of God will be accomplished, and that, and that, the, uh, that our needs will be met and, and, and fourthly, the fourth guarantee reward is that God's leadership will be in our life. And Jesus said, and pray this way, lead me, lead us. 
not into temptation. Lead us into the way that you want us to go. You know what, my friend? I don't know what you're praying about. And and, and these are the foundational principles of prayer that Jesus gives us in these verses. But God knows better than anyone else what your reward really needs to be. And he says when you pray, pray to your Father in heaven. And your Father in heaven will reward you openly. Let me tell you this morning that while we're praying and fasting, pray and fast with great confidence and expectation. Pray and fast with great confidence and expectation. From Genesis to Revelation, the Word of God assures us that if we pray, that if we seek the Lord, the Lord will hear and respond to us. I don't know about you, but I'm praying and believing that in 2019, God is going to perform some miracles. Let me tell you something, church. I believe it, and I'm praying about it, that God is going to perform miracles. We have, we have a couple miracles sitting on the threshold of the door at Eastlake. And I'm asking you to join me in prayer for these miracles. One of those miracles is related to Smith Mountain Lake Christian Academy. We are in the process. We are in the process of of uh, uh, developing a campus right now. As, as you know, we are we are in a in a uh, well on our way to the constructing a building that that will house a new sanctuary and all sorts of community opportunities. We're we're well on our way. That building is up, and and, and they're they're starting to frame here in the next couple of days on the interior of that building. But uh, the other needs we have related to the school, there are, there are a couple opportunities for Smith Mountain Lake Christian Academy. And listen, I'm believing in 2019, Eastlake is going to see a miracle in the area of Smith Mountain Lake Christian Academy for, for provision. And so I ask you to pray for them. What is your miracle? What is your reward? What are you seeking God for? Pray with great expectation. The Bible says in Psalm 145, the Lord is close to all who call on Him. Psalm uh, 34 says, The Lord hears His people when they call to Him for help. Psalm 91 says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. The Bible says, Keep on asking in Matthew, and you will be given what you ask. Keep on looking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And the door is open to everyone who knocks. 1 John chapter 5 says we can be confident that He will listen to us whenever we ask Him for anything in line with His will. And if we know He is listening, when we make our request, we can be sure that He will give us what we ask for. This is the promises of Scripture. The Bible is filled with promises. In John 14, in John 16, in James 5, the affectant, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Job 22, you will make your prayer to Him, He will hear you. 1 John 5, this is the confidence that we have in Him. In Isaiah 55, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return void, but it shall accomplish what I please. John 15, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it will be done for you. Matthew 18, assuredly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. John 15, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Jeremiah 29, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. Isaiah 65, it shall come to pass before they call, I, that before, that, to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are speaking, 
I will listen. Psalm 91, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Psalm 141, let me let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up my hands as the evening sacrifice. Listen, Jesus said, when you pray to your heavenly father, pray to him and he will reward you. What is it this morning? What is it this year that you're praying and fasting? Maybe someone has gone through this first week and it's been a bit dull, it's been a bit dry, it's maybe been, been a bit discouraging. Let me tell you something, Eastlake and, and church folks, don't stop praying and fasting. Don't stop praying and fasting. Pray with confidence and expectation. Pray in the right motive and let's expect God to do it. I love what John Piper has to say on this passage. He says this, he said, God sees us fasting. He sees that we have a deep longing that is pulling us to fast. He sees that our heart is not seeking the ordinary pleasures of human admiration and applause. He sees that we're acting not out of strength to impress others with our discipline, but out of our weakness to express to God our need and great longing that He would act. And when He sees this, He responds. He acts. We have seen Him acting in these weeks of fasting in the past, and I'm saying this, in the past, and we are expecting to see Him act again. I could sit here this morning and tell you time after time after time over the past several years where God has performed miracles. John Piper goes on to say, this is what Jesus is calling us to, a radically God-oriented fasting. So for the sake of your own soul, and in response to Jesus... And for the advancement of the kingdom of God's great saving purpose to glorify his name, join the fast and the prayer. Fix your hair, wash your face, and let the Father who sees in secret see you open your heart of yearning to him with fasting. And the Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Listen, don't stop praying and fasting. I hope and pray I'll see you Wednesday night as we spend some time together uh, seeking the Lord. Can I pray together? Can you pray with me this morning as we, as we bring this to a close? So Lord, this morning, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the promise and the inspiration that we receive in your word. Lord, we thank you that you're a good God, loving God, a faithful God, a wise God. And Lord, it is our humble desire this morning as a congregation, even though there's only a handful of us here and yet there are hundreds and hundreds online lord and it is our prayer this morning lord that the word of god would be planted deeply in our hearts and that lives would be radically changed during to, during this time of prayer and fasting and that 2019 would be a a dramatic a transformational year in the hearts and lives of so many. Lord, the kingdom of God, that it would be done, that it would be done in us and done in this church and in this ministry. Lord, I'm praying this morning for the ministries of Eastlake Community Church. I'm praying that your name would be exalted and that your glory would be expounded, Lord, through the ministries of Eastlake Community Church. Lord, I'm expecting that 2019, the devil will be defeated in our in our midst and in our ministry. Lord, and that the kingdom of God will go forth like it has never gone forth before. And so I pray this in the name of Jesus, Lord, expecting and believing and trusting and relying. Lord, I think about those individuals, some who even contacted me this morning. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that you would rescue them, you would help them, you would deliver them, oh God, and that you would show them your mighty power in their life and in their family today. Lord, we need you, we depend upon you, we trust you, we rely upon you. We acknowledge our weakness and our, des- and our desperation before you. And we tell you today, O oh God, that through you, we believe that through you all 
things are possible. And we are confident that without you, we can do nothing. And so all of our hope and all of our faith and all our trust is in you today. We love you. We praise you. Bless everyone who is listening, oh God. May this be a spiritual day in their family. May this be a a spiritual day in their home. May this be a day of recommitment and of reliance upon you today. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name I ask these things. For more information about Eastlake Community Church, please visit us online at eastlake-church.com or find us on your favorite social media platform at EastlakeSML. Thanks for joining us.